Welcome to the Matrix Unveiled Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa. If you're ready to awaken your consciousness and take the red pill, keep listening. Hey guys, welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the first day of the next three weeks of the Mercury Retrograde. <laughs> so no guys, um, it's good to see you all here. We're just getting the room started. Um, go ahead and make sure you ping up the room, share the room in the hallway. The chat is open. Um, and so, you know, um, I wanted to do this room today so that we could talk about like this Mercury Retrograde because I feel like Mercury gets a really bad name and I want to be able to like put it in perspective as far as what Mercury retrogrades are for, because literally they, um, we have too many of them. It's like every three months. So that's what we're going to get into today. Um, I wish I had some music to play because I don't have anybody on the stage with me right now. So, um, give me a second guys, just hang on a minute. Shout out to the two people who's already shared the room in the hallway, guys. Let's get the numbers up in the room. I need to add some tags. I don't know where any of um, my uh, team mods are because people are busy. And usually I've been doing this room later in the day. So these rooms later in the day. So nevertheless, we'll get through it. Um, if you um, want to come on stage, just raise your hands. I'll bring you guys up. I'll be right back. All right, guys, I am back. Um, someone wants to join the stage. So let me bring bring you up. Okay. A bit odd just being up here by myself. Um, Hi, Lisa. <laughs> How are you? Hey, Sarah. How's it going? It's going good. Going good. Can't wait to hear about uh, the Mercury retrograde, the positive aspects. The of positive aspect, right? Yeah. Like, how do we thrive <laughs> in this time? And that's the thing about everything is about perspective. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to get into it. I mean, can you tell me what you know of the Mercury retrograde and what is your perspective on it? Well, I've always known it to be like, okay, there's going to be turmoil and things of that nature. Um, Things are messing up. Basically, it's, I've been told that it's, you know, things are going to happen in a negative way not so much of the good aspect of it. So I I do understand, you know, it's the stars are like going backwards or the Mercury um, retrograde. It means like going backwards in time. Is that? Well, okay. So, okay. First of all, let me just give y'all a disclaimer. I am not an astrologer (laughs) at all. Okay. So I don't know all of the, you know, I'm not one for reading charts or anything like that, but I am ruled by mercury as a virgo so i have i know a lot about mercury retrogrades because they um as hard as you guys think that they hit y'all just the the general population you know what i'm saying like i've had to deal with that energy it's 
it's already, you know, um, it's doubled or tripled the amount, you know what I'm saying? Based upon how much of this is in your, um, in your chart, I'm actually ruled by Mercury. So, um, and I have a few Virgo positions in my chart, so I have a lot of that energy. So it tends to impact me a lot as well. Okay. So, um, first things first, let's just get it out the way. Um, so I'm going to read you guys an article. Okay. Just so that everybody has a good work and understanding. Hold on. First of all, y'all, let me pin my link at the top. Hold on. I don't know why I didn't have that. Do -do -do -do. Okay. So link. All right. So, so guys, listen, I have a, I am open for business. Okay. I'm going to pin the link at the top. The matrix unveiled is open for business guys. Go ahead and click the link at the top you know, check out my new website. Hey, we've got Sasha here. Check out my new website. Um, definitely go ahead and click the link to get the ebook. It's um, an amazing ebook for uh, how to do visualization. And it's a very, very basic book. I'll be doing rooms about it and talking about it, but um, check out some of the merch that's on there. I am also going to be doing consultations. So if you guys want to have one-on-one -on -one, um, conversations with me, you want to get into shadow work, um, you want to get into healing the chakras, healing the wounded child, um, things of that nature really want to help to transform your life. Um, definitely go ahead and book one of those consultations, but guys just click the link at the top and get familiar with the website. Um, once again, like I said, there's a, a very good ebook on there that you can utilize, um, to learn about visualization and why it's important, but that is not why we are here today. That's not the sole reason why we are here today. We're here today. Hey, welcome, Nada. Okay, so to get straight into the Mercury retrograde, okay? So I'm first gonna give you like the general aspect, like what most people think about Mercury retrograde. Then I'm gonna show y'all how we can all thrive and why you should be thriving during these periods of time and what they're actually, what the, you know, this planetary um, position is actually how it's here to help us, okay? So here's the article, back up your computer and get ready to take things personally. Everyone's favorite cosmic inconvenience is back. Mercury retrograde. See, you see, <laughs> you see how they just be disrespecting Mercury. Okay. So Mercury, the plan of communication and travel stations retrograde from 10 from, I'm sorry, from May 10th until June 3rd. This is one of four Mercury retrogrades in 2022 that we will experience. And this trip around the sun, Mercury will retrograde through two zodiac signs, Gemini and Taurus. In air sign Gemini, you can expect typical Mercury retrograde manifestations from misunderstandings, misconnections, traveling delays, technological issues, and more. Now, also Gemini, guys, is ruled by Mercury as well. So that is gonna make that energy a bit stronger for the period of time that the retrograde is in Gemini, but it's gonna switch out and move into Taurus. Um, okay, so once Mercury re-enters, okay, traveling, blah, blah, blah. okay, once Mercury um, re-enters Taurus on May 22nd, the flavor of the retrograde takes on more of an earth sign nature, bringing up issues around our material possessions, finances, and value systems. And of course, people from our past popping up is something you can um, also expect throughout this retrograde journey too. Um, so it says, what are the most important dates for Mercury retrograde? So Mercury stations retrograde in Gemini, expect miscommunication, technological issues, people from our past and more to uh, favor, to flavor this transit. 
So May 21st, Mercury retrograde meets um, at the same point in the sky as the sun, which is known as a Kazemi in astrology. Kazemi signal a new cycle of rebirth. When Mercury is in the heart of the sun, we can gain deeper insight or understanding of a particular situation, story, or current theme in our life. Um, it says, uh, pay attention to aha moments and breakthroughs. Okay, so May 22nd, Mercury will leave Gemini as it moves back backward and re-enters the sign of Taurus. This is um, an energetic shift for our retrograde stories. Taurus energy will bring up issues around our finances and material possessions, as well as our value systems. June 3rd, Mercury stations direct and begins to move forward. We will still be in Mercury retrograde shadow period until Mercury re-enters Gemini. The sign has started its retrograde journey in. Pieces of our retrograde story are starting to make more sense and come together. This is an integration period. June 13th, the coast is almost clear. Mercury re-enters Gemini. June 18th, Mercury's post-retrograde shadow ends. You've made it through the other side. Okay, so um, there's more. Um, but I'm going to stop right there because I just wanted to kind of lay that foundation. So the first thing I will say, guys, is grab a journal, okay? Go to, go to, you know, wherever you go to to get um, TJ Maxx, Ross, you know, the Dollar Tree, wherever. Find something to write with and be very intentional um, about this. Before I go into great detail about what you should be doing during this retrograde to thrive, then... Um, I, I just want to open up the floor. I want to um, give um, the new people on the stage an opportunity to speak. Hey, Sasha, did you want to or not? Did you guys want to tap in? Got Dr. Matilda's here. Anyone? I'm definitely excited for this topic because um, Mercury retrograde is kind of, you know, what everybody dreads and it comes a few times a year. So we kind of have to know how to navigate it. Um, and I feel like there's a way to navigate it for it to uh, benefit you. So this is definitely going to be a great topic. Thank you so much, Lisa. Awesome. Awesome. Hey, Nada, are you there or just listening? Okay, she might be working in the background. Okay, so let me go. And this is not going to be a super mm -hmm. long room Sorry. at all, guys. Oh, Dr. Matilda, <laughs> it's your club anniversary. Happy club anniversary. I see you with the little balloon. Yes, <laughs> happy club anniversary. Yes, it is. Thank you. Yay. I was like for like two, three days when I just joined. It was crazy. But after a while, I was like, no, no, no. Get off the app and then come back when you can. <laughs> right, right, right. So what are your thoughts on the, the Mercury retrograde? Like, what do you know? Do you even care? Like, is this something that you think about? Because honestly, for me, for years, I just tried to like not you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't go looking for it, right? But gosh, the people on the internet that when they got woke, you, they will not let you forget about the damn Mercury retrograde. It's a huge production. <laughs> you, know? Yeah. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I just have a question about this Mercury retrograde. And, you know, because um, this Friday is um, Friday the 13th. So does it mean that um, this whole Mercury retrograde, whatever, is it like um, a good luck season or bad luck season or a season for us to be like um, really cautious of what's going on? What is it? Is it good, bad, in between? What is it? And then, of course, mm. this, this week. Okay, I got you. I got you. Hey, Mel, welcome to the room. Welcome to the room. Welcome, Chris. Okay, so here's the thing. Everything is about perspective, right? So 
if you wanted a certain body, right, and you wanted to work out to get it, right, you wouldn't say that, you know, having muscle pain was necessarily a bad thing, right? Because you knew that there was going to be a result that came from that discomfort. Yes. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So think of mercury retrograde. How I like to think of mercury retrograde is like spring cleaning, but it's also like a time to reset. So instead of it being like, oh my God, this is all bad. The thing is the reason why you know, communications can, that's the part that you got to watch out for, but I'm going to get to what you asked in just a second. The reason why the communications and signing contracts and miscommunication, all that, because Mercury, which also governs the God Thoth, who we talk about a lot in this, in this club, um, that energy is not fully direct. It's not actually moving backwards. It just actually is stationary, but the way that the planets move it looks like it's moving backwards. And I actually learned that in an astronomy class in college. So that's actually scientifically a fact. Um, when it comes to what you, you don't, you shouldn't be worried about anything. What, this is a period of time, right? That first of all, you have to look at the other astrological things that, you know, events that were taking place. So what happened uh, about a week ago? We had this um, new moon eclipse, which was a very powerful new moon eclipse, right? So at that time, which guys, I meant to do a room, but stuff kept getting inter intervening um, with me doing that room to tell you guys about that leading into this Mercury retrograde, because you want to be able to take advantage of all of that. So that on that new moon is where, you know, you should have been doing your cleansing, you know what I'm saying? Um, um, planting new seeds. So by the time that the, the next new moon comes, when the moon grows to be full, so you'll be able to increase and grow what that is, whatever that theme is in whatever it was for your life. So this is not the time that you start something new. This is the time to do shadow work. That is the best time. So for example, if it, when it comes to your diet, right, I think that Nada can agree that you should probably be doing a cleanse four times a year, like with every season, right? And oh yes, and Sasha's here too. So, and so they're both into um, health and, and fitness and stuff like that. And um, Nada is, you know, has her own stuff with, um, with um, plant healing and stuff like that. Herbal, herbal, herbal healing. Why is the my Jamaican coming out of me, y'all? Don't judge me. My do my Jamaican accent does um, creep out sometimes. So what I'm saying though, is that you have to think of the Mercury retrograde because it happens four times every year. And in this time it's happening in the spring, the next time that it's happening, it will be with the, in the summer. Okay. So with each season that the Mercury retrograde comes in for each season, it's like, you should be thinking about a reset for yourself, uh, mentally, and physically. And so physically it would be through going through some sort of a fasting process, whatever that looks like for you. I'm not saying to, you know, whatever fasting looks like for you. So the physical part of that is that, and we should have been doing that anyways, four times a year. So if you pair that and align that with the Mercury retrograde, you will get some very amazingly powerful transformational energy. Okay. It is a time to go back and I hope I'm not yelling. It's a time to go back and um, old projects, things that have been left undone, old, um, maybe you had an idea 
right for a business and you started it but you didn't finish it or maybe you started a painting um or maybe there was it's you know anything that was left undone in the past this is the time to work on that now when i said grab a journal guys and make this journal align and be very specific be very intentional with each day you know set your goals of what you would want also it's a time to address um inner trauma right or even you if you know that if even if it's something that you're not fully aware of that you may be dealing with like blockages in your life this is the time for that inner analysis right so make time to be with yourself don't worry about you know um you know uh hustling and bustling and out there grinding and that kind of stuff this isn't the time for that this is the time for you to sit back you know um be with yourself so develop a routine what what does that look like for you you know if you work so many hours a day or you just take a part of that time go to the park walk be with yourself you know each day and find that space in between you know do things that are if you're spiritually inclined which i'm sure most of you are because you're you're in here um then you want to whatever that is like if you get up you know you want to you know you do your singing bowl you may like whatever are herbs that you like to burn whether it's sage or palo santo that's what i the, my preferential herbs or a mixture you want to do like a spiritual bath um you want to light like a white candle there's so many different things that you can do to really just tap into yourself um you want to write down like what your intentions are and you want to also write down what are some things that you want to work through during this particular time okay because when i say that how to thrive this is how you thrive because you don't what i learned a long time ago because mercury retrogrades used to frustrate me a lot because i am ruled by mercury um and i would always push against the current when i learned to stop doing that and just sit in the energy and allow that to just flow with me then that's when i started to overcome the mercury you know retrograde and see it for the beautiful thing that it absolutely can be if we know how to look at it you know and from the proper lens so um that's what i have for now does that answer your question dr matilda yes 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 it, yes you answered it thank you awesome 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 welcome laura the floor is open guys hi hi, um, hi, hi, hi. Give, give me one second yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. hi 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 any questions, guys? Any um, comments? Anyone would like to chime in? Um, the floor is definitely open. I think that there's a lot of fear um, centered around Mer Mercury retrograde. And the way that you've broken it down, Lisa, it just makes me feel like I'm ready to embrace it for whatever that may look like and do the work that I need to, to do and trust that, like, my ancestors and God got me. So I don't really, you know, and there have been times in the past where I'm like, oh, my gosh, Mercury, you know, retrograde is here. You know, things are going to be going away. And, and you said this really powerful statement. You said it's really all about perspective. So when we talk about good luck or bad luck, it's not a luck thing. It's about a perspective thing. So... I'm just going to be letting it, you know, flow and doing the work that I need to do and, and just trusting and knowing everything will be well. So thank you for breaking it, breaking it down the way that you have. For sure, for sure. And now is like that time when 
you really do have to pay attention to the messages that you will get from self because as you're able to sit down you know what i'm saying um and start doing some of these practices silencing silence in your mind in a sense that you can hear your inner voice so whatever that looks like like i said before whether that's through meditation whether it's something that you do when you wake up first thing in the morning um, or something that you do before you go to sleep at night just being mindful of the whole thought process but then you have to start listening to yourself and this is why it's important to journal in general but for this how do you thrive during this is how you thrive during the mercury retrograde right is you pull that energy in but being mindful uh, mindfulness is going to be um one of the key words that i want everybody to remember right um and it's because you know there there is still this propensity for miscommunications and um relationships to be challenging at this time and it could be with um people that are very close to you um you know people that mean something to your life so something things may come to the surface right like that when you're actually doing a cleanse you may get sick before you you know what i'm saying as you dislodge the things that's are, that's in your bodies right um it comes to the surface some people break out some people get headaches you know fasting isn't always like oh it's not a, a glorious thing it not initially uh, not until you you know get some of that stuff out then you'll start to feel better right so it's the same thing with this so be mindful of that and have patience with yourself and have patience with others you got to really be tapping in with you and notice how you're feeling around um certain situations that may arise you also want to before you know concentrate on before of being mindful enough to not respond immediately without thinking first give yourself that space and time to be able to do that and that's just one of the ways that you can avoid some of the pitfalls of things that that the energy that could be inevitable to create confusion definitely i hope that you guys are not you know you know unfortunately because i did not you know i i would never live my life around like zodiac placements or anything like that so when i was buying my first house when we went to close it was during a mercury retrograde and that got delayed um for uh because there was like a just random stuff like there's a there was a storm in the area and the insurance companies were paying out and the, our insurance company where we needed to get insurance from home and homeowners insurance it wasn't they weren't giving out new policies until they finished out those so it, it's stuff like that that you absolutely cannot control so also if things like that do happen then just take it in stride and be like okay you know just take the positive take the the positive aspect of whatever inconveniences you may have um make sure that you know you're mindful of your relationships with others communications the things that are coming up for you because things are going to come up for you this is why exes usually show up during the you know even if it's not an ex it could be an old friend someone that you haven't talked to in a really long time just pay attention Th that signals that there is something that's hidden that th is now coming to the surface that needs to be dealt with and i'm gonna go on mute because i feel like i've talked for a while anyone on the stage can chime in if you have any questions or if you just want to you know um share your mercury retrograde experiences and what do you do during mercury retrogrades floor is open guys hello uh this is brianca morgan so um 
I'm actually, I'm big into astrology and astrological magic and, and such. And um, what I found, you know, even in astronomy, I also took astronomy back in college. I, I, I love the stars and, and such. Um, it's a very simple solution and it kind of ties into everything that's being said. Um, the uh, Mercury is closest to one other uh, astrological sphere that's a luminary that is represented by a circle and a dot, and that would be the sun. So, um, and in many cases, and in a lot of, um, a little bit more uh, medieval even, sources, um, in many cases, the sun and Mercury are uh, interchangeable in, in terms of some of their rulerships. So, um, of course, the sun represents the self, the ego. So going within um, has been also a, um, a tactic of mine as well during this time um, and also really just focusing on myself, making sure my intentions are super clear uh, and aligned with who I am and what I stand for. Um, that's usually my angle at it. Um, I usually, I approach it this way also because I have a particular placement that, <laughs> that um, it's, it kind of almost really amplifies the relationship between the sun and Mercury in particular. Um, and with that being said, I'm going to yield my mic. And yeah, thanks for having me up and giving me a moment to speak. Absolutely. Thanks for sharing, Brianka. Um, yeah, the floor is open, guys. Anyone else want to tap in? The mainly that the you know why I wanted to do this room is to you know set the tone, right, for all of the club members and the new members to set the tone for what you you should probably be doing. Um, over the next couple of weeks, right? And hopefully that makes sense, guys. And it's definitely so that, you know, you don't get, um, again, you know, you guys know how I always talk about personal power. I always talk about transmuting energy, you know, alchemy, all of that. We are 100% always in control. So whenever you let yourself be in, let something outside of you determine that this is what it's going to be because this is what and it's it, it's real because these aspects are real. And then when you've got millions of people who funnel that, you know, these particular thoughts into that energy, then it's a very real thing. It becomes an egregore in and of itself because many people, I'm like, what were you guys doing with your life before you learned about astrology and learned there was a goddamn Mercury retrograde? You was doing nothing. You was doing the same. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But now everybody makes such a big deal about it. Like life is about to come to uh, you know, screeching hall and the world is going to end. So, you know, um, you just dealt with the issues that were going on, but awareness is important. And because it's out there and so many people are concerned about the Mercury retrograde, I just want to help, you know, frame, you know, the, the idea around it so that you don't go into this period. Actually, we're already here. Today's the first day. Um, I read some general stuff about it, you know, for the people that got here a little bit earlier. Um, but yeah, I want to hear you guys' thoughts on, on the whole Mercury retrograde. What are your plans? Um, how has the Mercury retrograde, you know, how have you viewed it in the past? You know what I mean? And are you sort of dreading it? And, you know, I want everybody to be open and honest about it. Floor is open, guys. And I wonder, so the Mercury, Mercury retrograde, I think someone said in the chat that it's also a Pluto retrograde. And I remember in December, there was the Venus retrograde. So I'm not sure why all of them have to have like that negative undertone, but I don't really, 
pay it too much attention. Or if something happens to my computer and someone says, oh, retrograde, I'm like, okay, so I guess we can blame it on that. But I'll say for me personally, I'm highly observant. And I do notice like when there is a retrograde coming, even during the Venus retrograde, which Venus rules like relationships and things like that, I noticed like an overwhelmingly amount of people were like getting divorced. I think Megan Good and Devon, like a lot of like divorces were coming out. If you really pay attention to like what's going on cosmically and then you pay attention to what's going on with people, if you're really tuned in and paying attention, you'll start to see like a pattern of when these things are happening. So, I mean, I believe in it. If other people don't, that's on them, but. That last Venus retrograde was awful. Oh my God. Don't remind me. <laughs> Lord. No, yeah. Um, I get it, Ariel. It's a real thing, right? And so it happens. What what I'm saying is that the perspective that like you can dominate the, the retrograde. You know what I'm saying? You can use it for your own maximum, you know, and you know, um benefits and thrive from it versus being afraid of it. So you know, like when people are not aware, that's how you get swept up into something. Okay. Like, you know, people put a lot of, I, you know, I'm one of them. I'm always like, yeah, I'm a Virgo, you know, Virgo gang, da, da, da. It's fun. You know, it's whatever. I know that based on the surface of, I do fit those attributes, but that you have a whole entire chart, you know what I'm saying? You have, which is like a, um, like your, your own personal little cosmic fingerprint. Right. And that matters. And so when people are showing up and you're interacting, it's not just based upon your sun sign and in like deeper um, occult knowledge and studies, you're supposed to transcend all of the Zodiac, honestly, right? You're supposed to be able to at every, at one point through your life's journey, be able to sit in each one of those signs. And then when you're able to be all of them, transmute that, then you become the center, the, the, the number 13, which is that divine Christ energy, the crystal, you, you crystallize, you know what I'm saying? So it's, 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 so when I say that, it's not that I don't believe in Mercury retrogrades, you know, I will also like when I'm not paying attention and things are a little bit out of sorts, I'm like, Hey, is there a retrograde? And I'll go and look and I'll see that it is. So, but the people that tend to be um, affected by it, these patterns and stuff like that are the people that, um, are just living in a haphazardly way. They're not aware of it and knowing what to do during those times. Does that, does that make sense, Ariel? Yeah, I agree with that to a certain extent. Yeah. I think people aren't aware of like what's going on. So they're just going about their regular day. But I think if you are aware of some of these things that can help avoid some problems. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. That's why we're doing the room. Hey, Sensei, are you there? Because I know that I would love to hear um, your perspective on this particular topic. Because I know you're tapped into this information. Sensei? Okay. Maybe. Yes, yes. What's yeah. up? <laughs> He's trying to get back here. to the phone. <laughs> <laughs> I was over here working in the background. Now, what, what was the question? Yes, I, I know that you're tapped into this sort of information. So I wanted to get your perspective on the the topic of the room, Mercury retrograde and how to thrive, or just anything in general about the retrograde that you want to share with us. Oh man, gratitude. Um, yeah, Mercury retrogrades. Um, I love everything to what you just said too, because that was powerful. Because when you, the planet Mercury, when you're looking at the symbols for Mercury, the alchemic symbol, 
Um, and I love what the beloved was just saying, how Mercury is connected to the sun um, when you're dealing with the messenger planet. That's what in alchemy, Mercury is considered the messenger planet. So if you look at the symbol for it, right, it's telling you that the circle, the cross, and the, the small circle on top of it is telling you the luminary that it is connected to. All right, so that represents the sun, the earth, and Venus. Um, and it's telling you that Mercury, if you look at the alchemy symbol for Mercury also, it doesn't change, right? So all of the other symbols kind of are interchangeable. If you look at the sign for Venus, uh, Mars, like all those different aspects are kind of interchangeable. You know, one is facing one way, you got the cross on the bottom, you got the circle on the top. This is just talking about the aspects of life and life force energy. So that's why the signs are always in the symbols. Now, when you're dealing with Mercury, why is it considered the, the messenger planet? Because it deals directly with the luminaries. Um, it actually delivers messages from the sun and the moon over Earth under Venus. So that's why Mercury was also considered Quicksilver or also Tahuti. That's why it's the energy of he who rises. So it deals with your thoughts. So when you deal with the element of Mercury in the body, or within the element of Mercury within itself. If you were to take Mercury and um, make a pool of Mercury and a pool of water, right? So the difference would be that Mercury can hold more density. And you put an anvil on the top of water, it will sink to the, to the bottom. If you put an anvil on the top of a pool of Mercury, the Mercury will actually float the anvil. So it has the power to hold um, dense objects and when you're talking about the density, we're talking about our emotions because all of this transfers to who we are internally because this is why you're 72% water, all right? Your water is like your emotions. This is your, this is your energy and motion. So Mercury actually comes and it is as it goes backwards because you're dealing with the 88 days and how it kind of goes into a retrograde. So when it's retroing, it's basically going in reverse. So that's why it's considered quicksilver because it goes in reverse and then it springs forward type shit. So the, the evolutionary revolving of Mercury, when it's in certain planets or certain aspects, you can look into your chart, see where your Mercury is. That can give you kind of a direct reflection on what Mercury will be meaning for you during a retrograde. Um, but it deals directly with your thoughts and your emotions because Mercury retrograde is basically a displacement of waters. So when you deal with the displacement of waters, because all these luminaries, when you deal with um, the spheres of the celestial bodies or what we know as the zodiac, right? These, these, they, they all get their information from the messenger planet. And it's relaying the messages from these planets back into this atmosphere, which is where we deal with consciousness. So since we live in this magnetic field, this is why even Tahuti talks about being four times great or three times great and Tris Magistus and um, when you're dealing with the Greek mythology and how they begin to use those different terminologies, dealing with Aphrodite and all these different aspects, because it's basically talking about Tahuti having a relationship with Arset or Isis and dealing with the great mother of wisdom. So it's like left and right brain. So that aspect of the G inside of the compass kind of represents how you calibrate your thoughts, because the word Tahuti means to wait. So during Mercury retrograde, everything that Lisa was just saying, you might be weighing out your thoughts from a mundane perspective. 
you might be in dealing with your fears your doubts or your insecurities and your decisions could be very easily weighed by these things from a subconscious place when you're dealing with mercury retrograde that's why it'll start to be basically anything that you did not deal with within the past i would say um three months because it deals with an 88 day cycle and that's why mercury can come quick and it can make some things reveal themselves to you fast so if you're not in a place to be um cognitive what lisa was saying because that emotional intelligence because if you're not able to weigh things out and not be centered like during mercury retrograde it can have you feeling like you are all over the place um even if you are dealing with any type of issues because we deal with the element of mercury actually helps salt and different things to move through your body um so salt is the conductor of energy and sugar becomes the conduit well salt is the conduit and sugar is the conductor so that's why sugar is what sustains you and salt is what kind of moves through your body moves through your lymphatic system moves the energy so when you deal with the element of quicksilver when you deal with that is how quick are you processing your thoughts right how quick are you seeing things as they are not as you want them to be so during mercury retrograde you might the, the lines might be blurred you know even dealing with communication because mercury rules communication so the way you communicate like being really mindful just like what lisa was saying of the words that are coming out of your mouth um being paying attention to the energy that people are speaking from what calibration are you on if you feel the need to be isolated and away from people during metro mercury retrograde because it's going to deal directly with the moon and your nature all right now because the sun is going to affect your consciousness so the fun the sun affects the intellect and the way we get clarity the electromagnetic pulses and then by this being this time of the year the parasympathetic nerve or what we know is our response to outside things is more active so the spirit actually speeds up this time of year and this is why you see people highly volatile because if you don't have that emotional intelligence right now um you're going to be easily in arguments and if somebody look mad they mad if somebody sound like they own some most of they own some most of if, if you're getting a bad vibe from somebody like the energy is all over the place their energy is all over the place all right so when we are, we're just the discernment and that's when that is of the heart that is the leo energy so as we're coming into pluto and all these because pluto comes in and it makes everything bow down so pluto is like that's why we deal with death or rebirth because pluto is considered a osiris or a sar because it's considered the hidden one because it brings death and rebirth right so it's like whatever you're dealing with within your life you can look into your chart around these mercury retrogrades and just like what lisa said it's like you've been moving throughout your life totally unaware of these energies so when you become aware of them this is basically saying you are aware of the celestial bodies that are that are that are th these are traits you have to play these traits out they're a part of you they're yours but they're not you so even with that dot in the middle of that circle like the beloved just said that dot is you so, so these above, luminaries so even what we know about the celestial bodies like you still have to make choices and decisions but if your free will is being manipulated by the will now we get into the construct of astrology astronomy numerology all these different things because they can talk about how these traits have to play out not only through you but on this plane of existence so that's why the when you deal with the tropical astrology it's basically 24 degrees and eight minutes off which equates to seven and a half minutes when you deal with sidereal versus tropical so one is giving you a financial construct and one is going to talk more about your nature because it deals with the moon now this is why they have us going one degree each day with the zodiac signs with tropical astrology 
And in sidereal astrology, your your the sun sign doesn't change itself every 72 years. Because they view the earth as a sphere and not a flat surface. And they view the plane as something that's created by poles. And we create the houses only to put the 30 degrees or the, the, the aspect of the spectrum of information that each celestial body holds. This is why the houses are split up into 12. So it, it kind of gives you an equal portion. But each one of these luminaries share these energies. They're not separate from each other. Even though we separate them on this level, like you are all of the zodiacs. So Mercury is going to challenge you to see where you are within your thoughts. That's why it represents that Tahuti energy. And it could be considered as Odin or Woden. That's why Mercury is represented by Wednesday. If you watch the show um, um, American Gods, there was a character on their name Wednesday, name Odin, Woden, right? This is Norse mythology. So this is what we're under with the weeks of the constructs that we have. That's why Mars is Tuesday, Monday is Monday. Wednesday represents Mercury, which is the day of communication. So even at your job, they play these things out. At your job during Mercury retrograde, pay attention. You might not be getting a lot of emails. All right. Wednesdays are days for meetings and things like that. You might not have a lot of meetings at Mercury. They practice this every day because they know what's going on. This is why they pay you on Fridays, which is a Venus day. This is why you dread to go to work on Mondays, which is dealing with the money or the money or your emotions. And you start to realize I'm trading my time for energy for money. It's a subconscious thing. Your body's literally taking over. So your body holds more information than your mind ever could. Then with cellular activations and all, like each cell that you has over, or have over six feet of DNA, even when you deal with the mitochondrial DNA or what you get from your mama. So when... In the, in, the old, in the old saying of uh, the Immaculate Conception, when it talks about our sick had to put a saw back together, right? And it talked about the 14 pieces, and she couldn't find his phallus. And then it says that Tahuti came in and gave her the wisdom or the knowledge to mummify him, to use the oil. So it's basically saying she got the information from Mercury. She got the information, right, from the messenger, you know what I mean? So ruled by Mercury, of course. I'm ruled by Mercury as well, at least which is not a coincidence. Uh, but with these planetary energies have to play out through our lives. And the more we become aware of them, you won't get pulled and dragged into these things um, because you are life. So all these energies represent the life force energy that is binding you to this reality. And Mercury is one of the most powerful i would say aspects of it because it, it deals with the way we see things right are you seeing things from an emotional place or are you this what makes the difference between a mystic and a mistake some people see things as they want them to be some people see things as they are so if you literally go back and watch that um american guys you will see him constantly challenging shadow moon about his thoughts shadow moon would say something he would never give him nothing definite it would always be a place to where he had to make a choice. Mercury is the place that allows you to weigh the choice you are making. If you're not able to weigh it and calibrate it the right way, you end up thinking from a left or a right brain perspective, which has you locked in your logic or your intellect or your intuition, and it doesn't allow you to move with the marriage of both. That's why it becomes the messenger of God. So if you are calibrated into more of a left or a right brain thinking, Mercury retrograde is going to see exactly where you are and it's going to reveal certain things to your life, but in your life to show you this is your thought process. Your thoughts literally create quantum realities, just like what Lisa was saying, because our minds are magnetic fields. So your heart is the one that is calibrating it. 
So if your heart is not in coherence with the brain, this is why you can draw in negative experiences way quicker than you can with your heart truly desires because fears manifest a lot quicker on this plane of existence. And then once you really get to it like a certain level of being aware of these energies, Mercury retrograde is one of the best times to do magic. That part. <laughs> they ready. <laughs> yes. Same I thing. knew Thank you, you for were going to come through with the heat, Sensei. You guys give that brother a follow. He's one of the smartest people on this app, for sure. Um, sensei, are you Virgo or Gemini? Wow, I'm a Gemini with a okay. Virgo North Node, and I have a Taurus stellium in my sixth house. Oh, Lord. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys, let me do she a said, really oh, quick Lord. reset. Um, <laughs> we've been here for a little while, about, you know, 30 minutes or so. So we've got a whole lot of new people pulling up. Guys, make sure you um, tap in and listen to the replays because we did share some amazing information if you're just now getting here. Um, guys, welcome to the Matrix Unveiled. If you're not already following the club, go ahead and tap the little greenhouse at the top. Make sure that you give myself a follow. Turn the bell by my name next to always. That way you guys can be part of the notification squad. Every time I open up a room, you guys will be the first to get notified. Never miss a thing. Guys, do me a favor. Click the link at the top of the, um, of the room. That's where you're going to be able to see everything that i have going on on the internet there's a link to my website matrix unveil has merch um you definitely want to pick up the um the beginner's guide to visualization ebook um it's all there so click that link search around you know see what it is that you know you can help to um that will help you with um you know just self-improvement um and help you along your spiritual journey because that is what the matrix on fail is um is all about so definitely click the link at the top um, make sure to give all the mods on stage a follow and you know follow anybody that's resonating with you uh with that being said guys what we're talking about today is today's the first day of the mercury retrograde you know it's here and um we're speaking on it from a position of how you can thrive during this period of time and that's sort of um the opposite um, this is what I call transmuting energy, right? When, because most people are like, oh my God, it's a Mercury retrograde, you know, and most people are frantic about it or they don't look at it from a positive perspective. But if um, you are able to, to you know, um, change the way that you look at it and how it's actually there to help us versus, you know, bring harm to us, then, you know, you put yourself in a power position. So that's what we've been discussing you know, sharing examples of how to do that. We can definitely revisit some of those, but you know, the brother um, Sensei just dropped a whole bunch of amazing information. So yeah, guys, the floor is open for questions here. Before I open up the floor, I, I wanna um, poll the audience, right? So if you're in the audience and you know, you've noticed before you realize the, the, the retrograde was coming up, right? And you've noticed just some sort of, um, a little bit of upheaval in your life. Maybe it's with personal relationships or just things just seem a little bit more challenging. Raise your hands. I'm not gonna bring you up on stage. Just raise your hands if you've noticed um, some sort of like resistance energy um, in your life. So, okay, all right, well, 23 people raised their hands. Okay, so, so you're aware of it. And hopefully this information that I'm gonna go ahead and clear the queue out, you guys, and then I'll open up the hand raising back up so that if you actually want to come on stage, you can raise your hands. Welcome to the room, Jay Blanco. Um, so hopefully hey, the information hey. that's being shared today in this room uh, will be extremely helpful for those people that noticed that this was going on. Yeah, the floor is open, guys. Anybody can chime. It's I a can shift. Share. It's a shift. Yeah, please do. 
Oh, this is Laura. Hi, Lisa. Hey, Laura. So I'm definitely not an expert in this area, but I am in the dating space, so I know a few things, you know, about it. Uh, I was actually going to run a room on it later, maybe, but I saw yours. I thought, oh, we'll pop in here. So this Mercury retrograde um, will be in the sign of Gemini. So it runs from like May 10th to June 3rd. And it's going to put more of an emphasis on writing um, things like family and communication. Uh, so like siblings, um, family matters, and, and any communication, I think, on the home front. Things like on the personal side will be more affected. Um, our last retrograde was in Aquarius, and that was more on the electronic side. And let me tell you, right, we don't think about these things, but when you really think about it, it's like, yeah, it makes sense. So in the last period, I had to replace my fridge, my stove, <laughs> my washer, and my dryer. And my computer, I was having so many issues with it. And it was like, oh my goodness, we are in Mercury retrograde. Um, so Mercury retrograde, um, at times like may cause you to be confused and, and really have like poor communications with other people. Um, and any social connections that are already on rocky ground might get resolved at this time. Right. Or, um, what are some other things? It may delay, um, some of your goals or you might find yourself changing your focus altogether. And sometimes like you'll find like some of those issues that you have been, you know, working on or that have been longstanding, they may get cleared up or they may become a little bit more clear for you at this time. So it's really important to be extra alert. Like that's the thing. We don't think about it, but just be extra alert and expect that unexpected things might happen to you at this time. Uh, you might find things that you've lost during this time. And again, like you may find like some things that have been, you know, lingering might get resolved at this time. Um, so if you're having in order in, in terms of advice, I think if you're having to make big decisions on a certain matter, it might be best to hold off until the retrograde is over so that you are more clear and that your emotions are in check. So that's what I can say about this particular Mercury retrograde. Thank you very much, Lisa. And uh, you're one of the smartest people on this app too, Lisa. Aww, thank you. <laughs> and also the Mercury retrograde represents going with the ebb and flow. Of course, things is not going to go as you anticipated. You have to just go with the flow and, and, and shift your energy into a positive, upbeat energy opposed to the scary, oh, Mercury retrograde, oh my God. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Ain't that a bitch? You got to, you got to stack and a that. And, and a blessing. And a blessing. <laughs> you got to stack that energy. Shaba. You got to stack that energy on top. You got to counteract that energy in human perceived energy that has been perpetuated for this Mercury retrograde as it's going, flip it and reverse it in our solar system. So <laughs> utilize that quicksilver energy as an out chemic form like from lead to to gold because everything you touch say in an inkling in your mind manifests into alchemy of gold i'm complete <laughs> thank you picasso you're welcome <laughs> so laura i want to ask since you are here and you are a relationship expert guys 
if you are not following Laura, go ahead and give her a follow. She has, I believe, the largest um, relationship club here on Clubhouse. Um, she is uh, an amazing person. She's very smart. So, um, Laura, what would be your advice to people, like, as far as intimate relationships? Like, if you have a spouse, if you have a partner, I think, okay, before I even finish that question, guys, if you want, if you're single and you actually want to draw something in, um, you know, right now, like it, that new moon that we just had that eclipse, it would have been a great time to set that intention. Just let it sit, you know what I'm saying? And grow during this, this period, just let it sit and forget about it. But, you know, nevertheless, we didn't get to the room. So I do want to ask Laura though, like, what do you, cause, um, because there's such a huge propensity for people to have like miscommunications, um, what would be your advice for people trying to just sort of, um, you know, stay connected with their partners and, you know, not have these huge blowouts and breakups possibly, because that kind of stuff happens during Mercury retrogrades as well. Oh, no, I think Laura stepped away from the phone. Okay, she's multitasking. The floor is open. When Laura's back with us, I'll just send her a back channel. And when she's back, I want her to answer that question because I think maybe um, that would be really helpful with people for people that are in relationships or on the dating scene. So the floor is open, guys. Anyone can chime in. I'll chime in on that, Lisa, real quick. Because I do a, I actually have a reading schedule for a couple here in a few minutes. Nice. Um, so it's, I do a lot of couples readings, marriage counseling. I also perform weddings and all kind of other stuff. Um, when you dealing with relationships, especially during this time, especially by this metro, this retrograde being in Gemini, dealing with the siblings, especially dealing with the tropical aspects of it, this can deal with the way you get your money right now, you know, because this can deal with your bread and butter. So checking to see if this relationship is something that is reciprocal. Are you getting out what you're putting in? I tell people to be the change you seek to see in the relationship. If you have issues in your relationship, ask yourself, am I asking too much of my spouse? Being able to communicate what it is that truly is going on in your heart. It's a time to not say yes with your lips and be saying no with your heart. Don't go to sleep with something heavy on your heart that you want to discuss with your partner. Like if it's something that you want to talk about and you know it's going to move you into an emotional place, be willing to sit and have the hard conversations right now because it might make seem like you're not being heard or understood. That's the only reason why is because you're not getting to the point. This is a place right now to just actually say it and let it just be knowing that you come from a place of love anyway, because you're not going to have, you're not going to deal with people who you don't love in this time. You're not going to be affected by people like you don't give a damn about those people ain't going to even be relevant to you. So it's like, the people that are meaningful, the, the meaningful, the relationship that you have cultivated in your life, if there is a time or a, or a place for you to have a conversation with your sister, with your spouse, with your mother, with your whoever, those siblings, right? Because that's the first place of your values. If you haven't healed those relationships, they're all going to play out in your life. Like they're going to play out in your intimate relationships with your spouses, with your lovers, right? Because these are, these are healing with those siblings, those inner child wounds. Because Gemini is about expression. Now, the, the polarity to Gemini is Sagittarius. This is where we turn our lead into gold. So the Sagittarian is about travel. So it's like if you are, even if you are a Gemini right now, like whatever's on your heart. Because everybody deals with Gemini energy. 
So if you got lungs and you got hands, you got Gemini energy, all right? This is how the celestial bodies play out. Your whole body is a celestial body. So ask yourself, where am I coming from with my communication? And especially for women, like if you got a man, and because a lot of women are healing right now. Like a lot of women are really owning their individuality and saying, you know what, I'm learning how to love myself. And a lot of brothers are, are, are looking for a safe place to heal because they haven't created it within themselves. So if you recognize this in your relationship, just take your burdens away from that man. Because if you forcing him to do anything, it's going to seem like it's a fight. So just be the change you seek to see in your relationships. Be willing to have the hard conversations. And ask yourself, is this moving in reciprocity? You know, is this something, am I just all in while somebody's all out? You get what I'm saying? Like, So it's a time for self-evaluation. Because the longest relationship you're going to have in this life is with your goddamn self. If that one ain't right, if you're not expressing that, every other relationship in your life is going to reveal that to you. So be true and authentic. We call it vulnerability. I call it honesty. Because if you're being vulnerable, that means that you're saying there's something weak about you or something you want to hide. The honesty and the authenticity allows you to like say what is, needs to be said, move from an emotional place and get out of your feelings, but knowing that your feelings are valid, they are relevant, and knowing that your voice can be heard. Because when you deal with a wounded Gemini energy, as somebody who's not willing to communicate, always made to feel like your voice doesn't matter. There's a lot of people that deal with wounded Gemini energy, you know, feeling like you got to fight to be heard, fight to be seen, you know? So embrace some Gemini energy. If you got some Geminis in your life right now, yeah, be mindful of them. You know what I mean? Because they could tell you a lot right now. Um, kind of, that. Uh, I, I have a... Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. Uh, I'll go after you, Dr. Matilda. No, no. I've had a chance to ask a question. I'll ask after you. Go ahead, please. Uh, I was also uh, thinking, in general, you really can't force someone to talk to you. <laughs> And some, and um, especially in relationships, and sometimes it is, I think, even more in line with the energy of the Mercury retrograde is sometimes best to kind of retreat a little bit um, and, again, do that self-evaluation work. Um, but I wanted to touch on something that uh, someone said about um, Pluto it be, uh, turning into retrograde, uh, going into retrograde. Uh, my baseline understanding for Pluto involves, of course, uh, ruler of the underworld, the dead, and in therefore, the uh, ruler of the past. And then um, Mercury retrograde reminds me of, similarly of uh, Hermes and his psychopomp aspect. And so a psychopomp aspect as in a messenger <laughs> Uh, of the dead or the deliverer of the dead or, or it's a, it's a, and such. So um, one thing that at least in my life that has started to arise from um, uh, during this Mercury retrograde has been the distinction between being in the past, dwelling in the past and creating and manifesting a future. Um, and sometimes I, and I, I would imagine, and this is just for me, but perhaps there are others who have experienced it too. Um, it can be really easy to, uh, really have a hard time forgiving and letting go and letting the past be the past. Um, and re, uh, having trouble really centering yourself in the present, which the, uh, Scorpio, not Scorpio, Pluto, uh, the Pluto 
in the in the modern sense, um, the sign under Pluto is Scorpio. Um, the opposite of Scorpio is Leo, which goes back to the sun again. Um, kind of, I, I would uh, imagine and kind of interpret both being in retrograde at the exact same time would be definitely focus on being in the present, hence going back to meditation uh, and, affirm and really finding affirmation uh, for yourself in the present. One last thing. Uh, I said, oh, Lord, earlier about the double uh, double Mercury placements uh, since it was not anything negative per se. It was just I was just realizing how much we a wealth of information that um, is really flowing into the room. And of course, Mercury rules that. And I personally am a Pisces, uh, but I have a Kazemi in uh, Mercury. So I kind of sometimes flux between those two um, extreme energies as well. So. Um, that's all I have. Again, I yield my mic and go for it, Dr. Matilda. <laughs> Thank you. Do you have a question for Sensei? No, I didn't have any. I didn't have a question more, so I was just engaging with what he was saying. Oh, okay. Okay, great. All right. Um, Sensei, um, I have a question for you. So what about those that are single that are still in the streets, you know, since... <laughs> Still searching. Do you Ain't think that a bitch of the blessing? Hey, Dr. <laughs> Matilda, see, listen, girl, you gotta set up a consultation and I will teach you. Okay. Because I had to I, would, Lisa. I know. I will show you the way. Okay. So listen, but guys, if you want to, um, you know, um, increase or bring something in, right, you want to be working during the, the moon phases that, um, you know what I mean? Like that is uh, waxing. Okay. It means, which means that it's growing, which is where we are now. Things is growing, but you also got to remember that we're in this, we had this new moon um, eclipse, you know, a week ago or so, I think it was. Um, so just do a little research, do a little, you know, just sit down, you know, read one or two articles about what that, um, that particular energy was about. Right. And knowing that it sort of led into this particular um, Mercury retrograde that we're in. So then there will be a theme, a dominant theme. For me, what I'm picking up, right, that this theme is about, I planted some seeds. You understand what I'm saying? I always do um, during those new moons. I always plant a seed. And there's different types of new moon um, rituals and things that you can be doing. When I say ritual, I don't want anybody to feel like, you know, um, scared or overwhelmed. I mean, it, it's a ritual could be anything that you get up and you, if you get up and go to the gym every day, uh, that's a ritual. You know what I mean? So, um, but something intentional, all right? This particular, um, for me, and it will feel different for everybody, right? But for me, the energy that I feel that's governing this is about healing, right? That it's about healing a lot of subconscious stuff and healing relationships, right? This for me feels more like a me, um, you know what I'm saying? Like a me energy versus uh, me drawing somebody else in type of energy, if that makes sense. So, you know, like I said, you know, it's, I can't tell other people like what this energy means for you, but that's what I'm getting for me. But if you do like a little bit of research, but girl, listen, when you're ready to, um, cause I'm gonna show you how to um, bring that in and how to set up like an altar just um, for 
you know what I'm saying, for love. But the thing is, in order to draw love in, you gotta is we gotta have that love ourselves for ourselves. And that's a huge part that people don't really understand is that if you know you keep drawing in these bad relationships and you're like wondering, you know, why aren't these things working out for me? Well, it's because you're just drawing mirrors, people that put up mirrors. So if you're I, I think someone's off mute. Okay. Hold on. Yeah, cause pe all right, yes. Um, females is like so sponges. I, right. Okay. So <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. So, you know, moving right along. So you, you get it like it's so we are like always reflecting other people. People come in to show us a mirror of ourselves. So I would say, Dr. Matilda, that, you know, I would use this particular you know, energy period to that self introspection, right? Going through and seeing, you know, and I don't want to like give you a reading on the stage or nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? Like in front don't of everybody, because I don't want to get too, too personal. Yeah, we'll talk later because I don't want to get too personal and, you know, I, accidentally, you know what I'm saying? Tap in and put your business out in the streets because I, when I start channeling, that's just how it goes I know, sometimes. So. I know. I know. <laughs> but yeah, just Kylie, hit me Kylie's up. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> just hit Kylie. me up in the, in the back channel. Right. But I definitely think that in general, that this is a time for, you know, us to be doing our own personal um, inner work in this particular, um, you know, uh, cosmic alignment. That's what I think. It's a time to be reborn. Okay. It is. It's a time for a rebirth. And then you come out of it like ready to just, you know, everything that you want that you be able to just you'll be able to get it. You know what I'm saying? Like for real, for real. But anyways, guys, um the floor is open. Any other um anybody else want to chime in? So Lisa McDonald's is giving free tarot because I'm like, why would like Lord. be very concerned about anything if you're going to eat at McDonald's and get a tarot reading? What is really in these burgers? That's crazy. I mean, is it is that a prank though? Like, is that even real? This makes no. It was. Cry. It's real. I would love oh. to see like what that looked like. You know what I'm saying? Logistically, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, how does how does this look logistically? You know, if you guys, if anybody in here goes to get a tarot reading from McDonald's, can you please hit me up in the back channel? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like how how it went? Because I'm pretty sure I could find you guys a, an amazing tarot reader right here on Clubhouse. It okay. says you can get a free McChicken sandwich for uh, uh, during the Mercury in retrograde. They have deals and tarot reading deals. What? Yeah, it says score free McChickens and enter to win a tarot reading to beat Mercury retrograde. So they're creating that fear mongering, y'all. Y'all see this shit? Oh my god! Yes. So they're. I'm gonna send you the link. I'll send you the link. Oh my god! Gonna mess up y'all vibrations. Don't do it. You see how they're. It's also even... showing how they commercialize and spirituality. That's, that's what I was just about to bitch. say. Oh my god. Free McChicken in your account. Don't worry. It's not a Mercury retrograde related <laughs> glitch. Motherfuckers. Oh, excuse okay. me. Okay. So, can you send me. On the I'm going to send you right now. Yeah. You know, and shout out to all the people that um, send me stuff on Instagram. I really do appreciate that because. 
all the people that follow this club and people that follow, um, you know, the Matrix on Veil and the us on Instagram, y'all always like keep me up to date on everything that's going on. And so someone did send me that earlier, and I was just like, is this even real? You know what I mean? But, <laughs> Shout out for keeping me in the loop, guys. I appreciate that. What's up, Kali? I know you are very big into astrology, so I would like to hear your thoughts on what you think about this Mercury retrograde. And I know you just got here, so if you can't speak at the moment, that's completely fine as well. Okay. I don't think she can speak at the moment. Yeah, guys, um, I think Divine wanted to say something. I saw you on mute. Divine, are you there? Yes, Lisa. Thank you so much, love gratitude for the space. Whew. So I wanted to share something with you all, what you can do right now in this Mercury retrograde. Um, how I always look at Mercury, Merc I can't even talk, see? <laughs> Mercury, you know, <sighs> slowing down. And actually I just got done taking a speed walk. I've been out in the elements too. So that's another thing that you can do too. It's a good time to keep yourselves grounded at this time because we are still dealing with Taurus energy as well because the number six has to do with Mercury retrograde as well because not only is Mercury in retrograde in Gemini but it's going to lead into Taurus energy too so that's the number six dealing with Venus with love Mercury deals with the number five so I feel like a lot of change of heart may be happening and a lot of people are going to be communicating about a, a lot of change of heart right? Uh, maybe you change your mind about something or you want to reassess or go back and look at something or reevaluate something again. So um, I just, you know, keep yourselves grounded. Definitely um, mental health is very important. You know, we're dealing with the mind of the right brain, left brain, and, you know, in your heart space as well. So keep yourself grounded, do, any, do everything and anything possible to make sure that your heart and your mind is in the same alignment, right? We wanna navigate the merge between the heart and the mind. We wanna make sure that we're making clear decisions, not only just logically, but also what our heart wants, you know, cause number five, energy of Mercury deals with the uh, heart as well as that's that fiery, loving, passionate energy. Also, it's your emotions, you know? So I do see that, you know, a lot of people right now, as far as what my observation is, it's important for you guys to observe energy too, and not just absorb it, right? Because a lot of times when we are absorbing energy, we are judging people or we're looking at people from a certain aspect and, you know, it's whatever, right? We're human. But if you can just observe right now without taking in, any energy of what somebody else is doing <laughs> allow yourself to take deep breaths or just you know have a clear mind and an open heart whenever you're speaking and having that communication also wanted to share that communication isn't always speaking it's also observation right people will show you exactly um what it is that they want to say even if they don't say it but you know it's important for us to you know communicate you know the throat chakra will be going active right? A lot of people will be feeling the need to express themselves. And if they don't, um, definitely they will show you, right? Actions do prove a lot of things too, as well as energy, right? Are you able to read people's energy, body language and things of that nature? So yeah, just do everything you guys can, you know, to keep yourselves grounded and 
um, align your heart and your mind to your highest and best desires within yourself and the highest and good for all, you know, whether they see it or not, you do, right? So keep your heart open and your mind um, elevated. I love you all and I'll land the mic there. Love you too. And it's important too that the redistribution of the energy imbalance is required. It says that um, we all desire clarity. We all desire to have our emotions balanced. And as we have been navigating out of a pandemic of Covivo, which was made up, by the way, y'all, ain't that a bitch? Um, during this Mercury retrograde, it is, it is not uncommon to find that moving forward is hard. We've all planted our seeds and are waiting for our harvest to grow. Just like the bamboo tree, it takes five years to cultivate, cultivate and sprout. So just like a crock pot of your dreams, set your dreams and forget them. Not abandon them, but you got to where, where your attention flows, energy goes. Yes. yes. Who had not broke a sweat and wearing law? You are so funny, too. Oh, my God. Okay, so I want to highlight something that Picasso just said, right, guys? And I want you to pay attention and make sure that you don't forget this. Um, When he said, set it and forget it, that is um, a magical, you know what I'm saying? This is something that's known in magical circles for people that practice, right? And it's called, so, you know, it it doesn't matter, like, which branch of whatever you're tapping into, um, you don't perseverate over what you do. You do it and you know it's done, right? And so like they say, so mode it be, it's done. You're not, okay, looking, is it gonna, you know, I, I don't see nothing happening. That's called a lust for results. And so that's what it's called. And if you have a lust for results, that means that you don't believe in yourself because really what magic does when you're even tapping into any of these spheres, it's you tapping into yourself, right? It's what you can do, but the thing is, you don't believe that you can do it, right? And so therefore you need the 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 extra flair, you need the ritual, um, right? So shut down the conscious mind because the conscious mind's like, I can't make that happen on my own. And so it takes practice. This is why you go through the different, the writing things that down, you know, you need to burn this and do this and you know what I'm saying? Because it helps us to shut down the conscious mind which will, you know, say that this is not possible. So the the next level, the next part of that is once you have laid your intentions, you know, you walk away from it and you know that it is done and you stand in that knowing and this is, you know, just release it, release it into the, into the, into the, um, into the ethers and it's done. And then when it is done, one day you'll be surprised. You'll be like, damn, that, you know, that happened. You know, like I did that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it'll just, be happenstance in that way but it's not because you were very very specific about what it is that you were doing so um yeah guys um that's what it is that's what it is so you know like he said um set it and forget it and this is definitely a time where we are you know putting down we're cleaning this is this is a time of spring cleaning it's a time to face things that we don't want to face you know what i mean it's time to go in go internally it is time to do the work on the chakras it's time to chill you know what i'm saying because what do you do like when you're like doing spring cleaning you turn on the music in your home and you just get in the zone so think about the spring cleaning being you know with inside of yourself now maybe a time where you might want to try to eat a little bit differently you know what i'm saying um 
and just challenge yourself to um, do some sort of practice, something, anything that makes you feel um, more connected to yourself, right? Whether it's it doesn't have to cost money or cost a lot of money, you know what I'm saying? But go outside, put your feet in the grass, just sit down outside and pay attention to nature because little things like that are really actually really powerful because it gives you an opportunity to tap into yourself and connect to yourself so that you can now begin to hear. We got to get away from the commercialization of spirituality and get to the actual real work of spirituality. You know what I'm saying? It's cool. Like, oh yeah, I see repeated numbers and, you know, 1111, you know, 333 and all that stuff. I'm not shunning that. That's, you know, I pay attention to that stuff as well, but we got to be able to go deeper than the shit on the internet. And you're not, you know what I'm saying? You got to be able to go deeper than that. So um, that's what I want to share. This is a great time for that kind of work you guys um the floor is open anyone can speak hello hi guys um yes thanks for this topic you know i love mercury retrograde but i love what you as far as kali um can you um adjust your microphone or your headphones because you sound far away and we can it's hard to hear you hello Yes, that sounds better. Okay, yeah, I'm at work right now, but um, no, I'm gonna keep it brief. But um, no, I was saying I love what you said as far as like slowing it down, meditating, getting more in tune with nature. You know what I mean? Because I feel as though Mercury retrograde is the perfect time to do that. You know what I mean? Being that I, I always look at Mercury retrograde as the slowing down, you know, of the of the how do you say like the thought processes which is essential, you know what I mean? Because you can kind of like come in and like tune into self. But the thing is, because with Gemini, I, I always look at Mercury retrograde and just see how it plays out because I realize it's not going to be the same for everybody. You feel me? So like the last one in Aquarius, that one was the best one for me. But I'm seeing this one. <laughs> this one's going to be a bit difficult. So if you notice and pay attention to the retrograde, you'll notice that certain ones affect you differently. Like, for an example, this one being in Gemini, this is your immediate environment. You know what I mean? It's how you think. Gemini, you know, you got two sides of the museum mind. Like, you got Gemini, you got Virgo. You know what I mean? But when dealing with Gemini, it's kind of like that. You know, like that fickle energy, like that quick energy. So, yeah, it's just interesting to see how this plays out. But I always love, I always love Mercury retrograde because, I don't know, I feel like I could talk to people more. Being that the the you know the brain synapses are like slow down you know what i mean but um you know overall do you know just enjoy it y'all but you know so i'm gonna be talking too long on that word so thanks for letting me speak Bye. thank you kali um for popping in even while you were at work um yeah got the floor is open um who would like to chime in next Phineas, I see that you unmuted your mic. I think you might be having some um, technical difficulties. Um, try to say something, Phineas. Yeah. No, no, no. I was, I was, I was yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> no, we're waiting on you to speak. Uh, I was, oh, okay. Oh, that's, that's goodness. So weird. No, Listen, the thing Phineas. is, I, 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 I unmute. I, 
I felt unmute. I unmuted and then I wait for a second because there's always somebody jumping in, but I guess no one was jumping in. Um, you know, I'm experiencing this uh, retrograde in a very peculiar way. Um, what I noticed, and this actually goes back a couple of days ago, was that um, a lot of amazing things had come to fruition and, you know, things were on the move. And then all of a sudden I felt like I was out there on the, uh, on the, on the, on the floaty island, you know, and I was like, things didn't feel so definite. I, I couldn't feel the ground underneath my feet. And then I decided to just kind of like tune into being comfortable with being uncomfortable or being in the unfamiliar. And that's the way, that's what I'm feeling right now. I mean, aside from the Mercury, Mercury, it just feels like it's all just part of the whole uh, progression, if you will. But um, um, then I noticed some things just structurally, like I was having a, trying to have a chat with a good friend of mine on Clubhouse, and we've been trying to connect, and it just seemed like the Clubhouse link just kept going off and off and off, and then I had to make uh, reservations for my regional meeting in, in Vegas, and all of a sudden, I'm having issues with my with, with the software, the Con- Concourse Solutions, and I had to change the password. Then I couldn't even change the, the damn credit card because the, the, the platform was acting really, really funny. So I'm thinking, you know, talking about communication, all kinds of things seem to be a little bit off. But I think the thing is to just kind of stay with it and flow with it and and, and, and fix it. <laughs> fix things that need to be fixed, straighten things out, things that need to be straightened out, and um, and then and just take your time to do things. So I'm, I'm just taking my time to do things, you know. Even though I was, like, last month, I was in a chair. I was working seven day weeks. I was going crazy. Like you know what? Feels like feels like the universe is telling me time to slow down, time to take a breath. Like yesterday, instead of rushing out to to run out and see a bunch of clients, I called some people on the telephone, and I went and got a massage and an adjustment because I was really out of it. So I don't know. I'm I'm feeling I'm feeling on a personal level that you know the universe is telling me to slow down, get some breath do some self-care, and, um, and take your time doing stuff that requires a little, uh, a little thought. And, and that's, that's where I'll land with that. That's awesome. And see, that's the whole thing, guys, is that you got to learn how to shift and ride the wave. You know what I'm saying? Just be on the river. You know what I mean? So when, be on the river or be on the ocean and do not paddle upstream when it comes to Mercury retrograde. So um, thank you so much for sharing that, Phineas. Guys, if you're in the audience and you'd like to come on stage to ask a question or just give you know, your input you know, to the Mercury retrograde, like what you're experiencing with it, um, how you normally approach it, um, then definitely just raise your hands and we'll bring you up. Um, but the floor is open. We've got a bunch of people on stage that I haven't had an opportunity to hear from yet. I don't know if Running Wolf is there. We've got Princeton, um, Ryan. I know some of you guys are maybe at work or doing other things. Jay Blanco. Um, yeah, everyone, is, everyone that's on the stage. If you haven't had a chance to speak, I'd love to hear you chime in. Lisa, just so you know, I'm, I'm here listening and take it all in. So I'm, I'm, I'm active. I appreciate you. Hey, Chris. Yeah, I know you're. I know you're back there listening. <laughs> but guys, make sure you click the link at the top of the page. That is, um, I have an ebook. It is um, the Beginner's Guide to Visualization, and what everything that we're talking about 
in here today really can, you know, well, not everything, but the aspect of visualization is you actually creating your own reality in your own mind. So developing your own ideas around what a Mercury retrograde is versus what the, you know, the general terminology for how we should be approaching Mercury retrogrades, um, being able to visualize what you want when you're planting these seeds during this, you know, waxing moon, all of that, make sure you tap the, um, the link at the top, you know, support the platform, check out the ebook again, you know, it's a whole website. There's, um, a spiritual store that's attached to my website. Um, I offer consult, um, consultations as well as merch, um, and various other things. So guys support the platform, tap in, um, and make sure that you're following the club you know, make sure you're um, following myself and all the moderators on the stage. And thank you all so much so far for all the people that have been supporting. Really appreciate it, guys. AJ is here. I can't believe it. <laughs> AJ's here because AJ's um, away, guys. She's on vacation and she still came in to support. But yeah, guys, the floor is open. So Lisa, I was wondering if you could speak to when, we, when you had talked about shadow work earlier, I know there's this big theme now and maybe even always has been about forgiveness. Is this a good time to engage in that type of, of um, shadow work? And I'm not talking about self forgiveness. I'm talking about just like really the forgiveness toward others, or do you believe that that's an all the time thing? Um, I do believe that it's an all the time thing, but for this particular period, when we're dealing with a retrograde, it is about your subconscious, you know, your mind, your own subconscious mind and your own like inner healing. That's what this time is for. Um, and so it depends on if that is an issue for that individual person, you know what I'm saying? So if that is a blockage, you know, that they're having with something going on in their lives and they're unable to make certain achievements or just whatever, however they want the landscape of their life to look, a lot of the times we're dealing with subconscious um, blockages. So, um, and you know, a lot of it um, does, um, okay, so when we're dealing with the, the the subconscious mind, a lot of times guys, we're dealing with the inner child, right? The, the wounded child, okay? And so that's just what it is. Everybody has one um, and that's, that's what needs to be healed. So maybe there, forgiveness comes up a lot as a theme in inner healing, if that makes sense, right? So while this is something that we should be like working on at any various times where we feel those blockages, it's, it's especially good to work on that at this particular time. However, you know, for me, you know, I always promote um, self, right? And so it should be less, only worry about forgiveness if you feel that it's what you need to move on to the next thing for yourself, not for someone else if that makes sense. Does that make sense, Mel? Like if you feel like you need to forgive and that's for, it's blocking you, then yes, you know what I'm saying, work on it. But if you feel like you need to do it for an, an, a, another reason that you're not at the top of that reason list, then keep it moving, you know what I'm saying? And get to that later. This is about you. It's about you and what you need right? That's what the inner work is. And it's not just, it's, I'm going to tell y'all like, and I'm not giving everything away because you definitely, you know what I'm saying? You need to tap in with the consultations, but the, this, this inner work, this shadow work, um, it's not pretty, you know, it's not, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to sell anybody a bill of goods, 
because at the end of the day, you it's you're gonna have to face your 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 monsters and your demons. That's why I don't, you know, um, subscribe to you know, God or the devil because we are both of those things. It's us. It's us. It's always us and our bullshit, right? And even even um, if if you don't call it bullshit, it's still shit. You know what I'm saying? It's still shit. And so you got to get through it, you know, and you want to feel light. That's why, like with my aunt, you know, she weighs your heart in the scales when you transition. So your heart needs to be light as a feather. You can't be light as a feather when you're carrying around all this shit inside of you, you know? So that's what it's about. That's why the shit got to become your fertilizer. Hey. (laughs) Yep. Bars. Um, I also wanted to ask if anyone you know, had, has been having just any visitations from their deceased loved ones, um, during, you know, this time, granted it just started, but I just kind of wanted to throw that out there and see like in dreams, if any of your grandmothers or grandfathers or anyone have, uh, visited you recently. Okay. Well, um, it seems like no one on the stage. So let's, um, let's poll the audience, right? Let's ask the people in the audience. So um, I'm going to go ahead and clear out the hand raising. I'm going to turn it off. And so I'll turn it back on. We're not going to bring you guys back up on stage um, or on stage, guys. But um, go ahead and ask the question again, Mel. And if um, it's an affirmative, guys, go ahead and raise your hands. Okay. So has anyone had any visitations from any deceased loved ones or friends as of as of lately hey everybody i hardly ever come on stage to speak but as soon as hold you on, that, I said, real quick me... real 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 quick okay one second Brittany. we're doing the poll okay so six people that's very interesting so i think there's something there that are being visited by um ancestors you know loved ones that have um transition to a different realm so that's very interesting so we have six people mel so let me go ahead and um clear out the queue that's dope Um, lisa i was gonna tell you in the south um black folks believe or old black folks believe that if you're visited by the ancestors then it's probably going to rain um i kind of chuckle at that but i think it's it's something a bit deeper, but you and I can talk offline about that during a consultation, Lisa. I was just curious, um, but thank you for doing that poll. Yeah, for sure. Because you know what? I always like to include the audience, you know what I'm saying? Because many times people are unable to come on stage, um, you know, but they're definitely here um, giving their support and listening. So I I try to include them as much as possible. And maybe, you know, um, someone on stage, you know, no one on stage that question applied to, but I want to go ahead and hand the mic over to Brittany because Brittany said, I rarely come on stage, but I'm here. So she has something to say. Hey, Brittany. Hi, Lisa. How are you? Um, So I didn't necessarily have a dream. However, um, I don't know. I just felt something around me. (laughs) I did. And I was just like, well, what what is this? Like, and, and for whatever reason, I just walked over to a picture that's right by my uh, TV. And it's a picture of my cousin and she kind of raised me, you know, well, not kind of, she did. I call her, her, I call her my mother, my mama cousin. But anyways, um, and I just bawled and I just cried and I didn't know why, 
you know, that particular situation happened. But when she mentioned that, I was just like, oh my God, that just happened to me literally yesterday. So yeah, that's it. Yo, Lisa, peace to the room. Um, I, I, I really wanted to, um, I just wanted to add this briefly before I have to run. Um, and I'm not sure who spoke on it earlier when she was mentioning the, the different things that come with the retrograde. Um, but as for me, I'll be slowing down as well, you know, and, and this is the time that I would say we extend more grace to people who are unaware, you know what I mean? And unaware of the retrograde and knowing that there can be miscommunication and change of hearts, change of minds and things like that. This is when we extend them this grace. So it's, we're in retrograde to like mid, mid June, ain't it? Like June 9th or June 10th or something like that. You know, this is the time we extend them that grace because uh, people who are unaware, They'll be going through these changes and they'll be they'll they'll recognize it, but they're unaware of the things that are going on. You know what I mean? So even in business, I, I notice people have already started to change their minds from the things that they typically would eat. And and I run a food truck and, and a few other things, but I see people are already changing their minds and deviating away from what is normally there for them, you know, or what they would usually typically get. So, you know, extending people that grace when they have those miscommunication issues and because now that you're aware, um, this is how you slow down and, and allow them to to fall into that. And if they're curious, you know, then you can make them aware. But, you know, some people don't um, subscribe to any of these things that we talk about. They're fine going through their seven day work cycle and going through the 12 hours in the day twice a day, you know. So um, and also um, for people who, you know, I heard someone mention breath work. Um, and, and I hear a lot of people typically do the four, uh, the, the rotations of four, you know, uh, inhale four, hold for four, exhale four, you know, hold it for four and then go back through it. I, I would um, suggest that people increase that to like six, maybe five or six. So adding that extra second to hold it, the extra second to, to uh, inhale, extra second to exhale and focus on the breath just a little bit more to allow things to actually like pan out and, 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 and so you can have a clear mind. And, and and like move in that extra awareness. So just giving yourself that little extra minute, that little extra grace to allow other people to have that same, you know, to have that same grace with them as well would definitely do a whole lot, you know. So I just wanted to add that to the building. Uh, peace to the room. Much love. Hey, Princeton. Thank you so much for that. Um, can you shout out your business and where you're located? So if there's people um, that end up listening to this um, that are in your area, they know how to tap in with you. Oh, man. Damn, Lisa, I appreciate you. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Um, we have uh, what three restaurants, and I'm the owner of a Drop Top Barbecue Food Truck, and uh, in the McIntosh County area, it's a little bit south of Savannah. Uh, four or five days a week, do catering, special events, anything like that, vegan dishes, meat, uh, all fruit, we cook some of anything, soul food restaurants, two other restaurants as well, one food truck, um, and a bunch of other shit. I really do a whole bunch of shit. Tell you the truth. Um, but, um, damn, Lisa, you put me on the spot. I appreciate it for for letting me show love. Um, but yeah, you guys can tap in on my Instagram. My Instagram is under construction right now. So it's going through some phases and uh, I'll be back on there a lot more frequently and putting some more posts and things on there. So if you're in this area, you can always tap in spiritual healing, construction, demolition, shit, fucking up, fucking down, whatever it is, I do it all. Hey, shout out to Princeton guys. Make sure you give that brother a follow. He's a good brother. So, um, with the drop top, drop top sauce on it. And Lisa, Lisa, make sure you tell him, Lisa. Hey, I got my Matrix Unveiled shirt in, y'all. Hit up her website. Lovely website. 
Yes, thank you so much. I appreciate that. And you know what Princeton said? I want to be the first one. You know what I'm saying? He was. He was the first one to pop the Matrix Unveil online store cherry, the merch. <laughs> and he, he got he got his shirt. So um, you could check out on the Instagram. And I'll post the link where you guys um, can follow our Instagram in just a few minutes. I just wanted to um, make sure that it was easy for you all to navigate because I um, wanted y'all to tap in and, you know, check out this book about visualization. Um, and the, the it's really a beginner's guide, but there's going to be um, other rooms where we talk a lot more about that specifically. Um, and when you start getting results, you know, guys, make sure you hit me up and let me know, like, okay, I did this. Cause see, I'm not, a, I'm not that room on clubhouse where we just come here to talk shit. And you, you guys know that, you know what I'm saying? I, I hope that everybody, the goal, every time I open up a space is that you walk away learning something that you're going to go now and apply so that it can make, you know what I'm saying? Add something positive to your lives. You know what I mean? So that's always the goal. That's what I do here on clubhouse. That's, you know, that is the matrix on fail guys. Make sure you tap in, follow that club. Um, but at any, at any rate, guys, just to get back to the, the conversation, um, we are talking about the, this Mercury retrograde and, you know, my whole goal here today is to put a different spin on it. Um, you know, the brother sensei has dropped so many gems. I dropped so many gems. Um, you know, Princeton, Mel, a lot of people have dropped so many gems on the stage about how to counteract this energy. Okay, how to counteract the energy of people saying that Mercury retrograde is a bad thing because it's not. You know what I mean? It's just that every day, every everything isn't every day isn't for like everything. So, you know, what I'm saying let's like you go to different events, right? You like different types of music. Well, the cosmos are going to give us different types of energy, right? So we've got the sun energy and we've got the moon energy and we've got the energy of all the different planets. Mercury is actually one of the planets that keep this whole energy, this whole thing together down here, right? When we're dealing with um, Hermes Trismegistus, those Hermes bags that so many people love so much, they're channeling that energy. So they already commercialized and they're tapping into that ancient Thoth energy, Thoth the Atlantean, who is um, the representation of Mercury, okay? And also um, that goddess energy, right um that like the statue of liberty and all these different goddesses that you see the caduceus the caduceus the great exactly um the, the divine great mother energy the whole city of dc is built upon the constellation of virgo which what they're tapping into is a the goddess energy this is why you have mary land right next to it and then virginia right next to it and then it's a try it's a um uh like, so it's the DMV, um, DC, Maryland, Virginia. So you've got the Trinity right there. These people know what they are doing and what energy are they pulling from when you see the obelisk in DC, they're pulling off of the, of the energy of Mercury. So don't let nobody tell you that when Mercury retrograde comes around, that is necessarily a bad thing. No, it helps to keep this whole thing going down here. Okay. It's very important as are the other, you know, planets and uh, planetary alignments. However, you just have to know what to do with them so that you can benefit from them. Cause I can guarantee you that the, the rulers and the powers that be right that they know how to use these energies for their benefit. We gotta make our own luck. Luck is just not something that just happens to you. You have to be deliberate 
you have to be intentional and you have to know what the hell it is that you're doing. So uh, with that, I'm going to land my mic and um, the floor is open, guys. Anybody can chime in. Hey, Lisa, this is I got to jump in on this. Oh, go, oh, go ahead. Because you just took it to the science. And when the beloved was just speaking about um, the correlation between the ancestors and understanding like the science of Mercury, right? This principle, like do, when you're dealing with Tahuti, when you're dealing with Thao for Hermes, all these different things, Tahuti can still be considered dealing with the Luciferian energy. This is all dealing with the satanic energy or Saturn energy. This is dealing with the laws of squares. So how this energy plays out in your body is because Mercury is like the most relatable out of the celestial bodies. So in the Greek mythology, it talks about how Zeus, right? How Mercury was born, this mercurial like energy. And it was famous, uh, it was on the beach of uh, Vodakila. Um, it was like this whole aspect of a staggering land, right? So it just coming from a beauty. So Hermes had to steal the oxen from his brother, right? Which was considered uh, um, Apollo. So when you're talking about Apollo, basically you're talking about the energy of the sun. So it's like Ra. So this is all stolen mythology, right? So it's just been um, derived. It's not even really stolen. They just take the story and just tell it on their own, right? So when you're talking about the scandal of uh, Apollo was punished by Zeus, right? So Zeus deals with the lightning or deals with when you talk about your heart or the energy of uh, the magnetic field of the heart for killing the Cyclops. So it's like offering service to the king. So when you talk about the shepherds of the herds or the flocks, so it's talking about the knowledge. So Hermes was born and he was mischievous and scandalous and how this he was a... Uh, a divine infant. He had extraordinary abilities. You know what I mean? So he couldn't sleep and he slipped away from his mother. So it talks about the nymph of Mia or Maya. Uh, so it's just basically talking about how this energy was born and how Tahuti always had his own way of thinking. So when you talk about the caduceus, right, this is talking about how the marriage of the energies. So it's the friendship, like the brothership. It's almost like an energy of Gemini. See, that's why Gemini is ruled by that and you see Gemini with the twins, right? So Mercury becomes like the literally like the source of our daily bread. So it's like um, all the interactions of these planets deal with the Mercury and it deals with, Mercury deals with trades and boundaries, all right? So the word Mercury even comes from Mercs, all right? And that's like uh, when you're dealing with the root word of it and how that just means dealing with trades and boundaries and how we are literally in a, everything you see comes from Mercury. The tables, the chair that you're sitting in, the phone, you know, that you're on, like all this is mercurial energy. It's the ability to bring something from the unseen to the seen. All right. So it's it's the exchange of energies. So when it's talking about four times great or or three times great. When it says uh, in the Emerald Tablets how, uh, how Tahuti said he is reincarnated a, a thousand times ten, right? A hundred times a thousand. So it's just talking about the power of consciousness because it's talking about the swift travelers. So this messenger of the gods um, nominated by Zeus or <laughs> nominated by the heart, which can represent Ra in the aspect, right? So it's like he was not able to steal that from his head brother. So he became the merchant of the god or the merchants of thieves. So when Mercury began to originate from that Latin word merch, which means merchandise or commerce, right? This also means that stands for a boundary or a border. 
So that dominion of commerce, because this is what keeps us in an outward living, right? So what happens in Mercury retrograde, this is why all the outside communications become severed and they make you tap into the equilibrium within you. So you have to recharge through internalization. So when the movement of Mercury retrograde happens, it's like when you see these planets move, right? Because it's the most prolific. And it highlights the special between the relationship between the mercurial energies. Now, when you deal with Yahweh or the breath, when you're dealing with fire, because remember we talk about the energy of he who rises. So that's how you share light. That's why Mercury becomes the messenger. It's going to bring clarity, right? So that is just talking about how you share light on like uh, on your darkness or you bring more uh, intelligence to your ignorance, right? So the intellectual properties. And that's why it goes three to four retrogrades during the Mercury period, about 21 days each. So about six months out of the year, you're going to have some retrograde going on. And that's why the opposite of retrograde means direct. All right. So when something goes direct, it's in the opposite of a retrograde. So when you deal with the symbol of the caduceus and the occult forces, right, this deals with the staff. All right. So that Latin word caduceus, it comes from the Greek and it deals meaning Harold's one. So when you're talking about the Merc, and it says when uh, in the Emerald Tablets that he bestowed his staff and the people froze, right? So it's just talking about how that energy, if you look at the Caduceus, it's a symbolism that talks about, you can read that several ways. It can represent the power of meditation, uh, diplomacy. It can show you how you can tap into the archives between the two opposing forces. That's why they had the snakes intertwined. One snake has the tongue coming out and one doesn't. So it's he who speaks and he who listens. So it's marriage, those two energies. So it's where you, so during the Mercury retrograde, it's a time to go and center yourself, right? So it's like rhythm of the time and it's the word, it can separate that staff, like the energy of Mercury can separate the world of the living from the world of the dead. Now that's why it can also look like the symbol of the DNA of the double helix, all right? So this brings the expression of the unseen and the seen closer together. That's why you have to have Mercury energy to bring something into this life. Because now you get into the occult principles of it and how they use Mercury energy, right? Because how do they use this? Now, we're talking about your energy and motion. Now, we talk about phosphorus, sulfur. These are elements in your body that create fire. Now, we talked about the three stages of fire. So you got the Aries, which is the young adolescent stage. Leo is the on the teenage stage, and you got Sagittarius, which is the adult stage of fire. So that's why Sagittarius is where the alchemic process, Sagittarius is also dealing with Chiron. It's the wounded healer, like what, uh, what Lisa talked about earlier. So you can look at your Chiron and your Mercury, and you can see how you're a place where you can rise, all right? Because Mercury deals with the way you communicate, and then Venus is going to deal with your values. And then when you bring Mars in, it's going to deal with how you bring action to it or how you bring war to it, all right? So it's just really talking about how um, it's, it's when you're dealing with the keeper or the regulator or the flow of time and events, the god of wisdom and magic, that is Tahuti, right? That is Mercury. So you can tap into your magic. You can tap into the unseen realm. You can tap into the ancestors. This is why Saturn is like the ultimate messenger of time. But Mercury symbolized the function regulating the passion through time, crossing over pivotal moments. So that's why it takes all these messages from all these luminaries, all these celestial bodies, and it gives them to you through thought. And that's why your thoughts can be all over the place, because now your thoughts are truly not your own. 
So that's why when you have Mercury moving, it moves like in a double helix moving. That's why it looks like that. Because it goes from Sun to Saturn. And it goes like Sunday, Saturday, Thursday, Friday, Wednesday, Sunday. And it's in the middle and it's delivering all these messages straight in the middle through that Wednesday, right? That's why Wednesday, that's why five is also dealing with Mercury and it deals with Virgo and Gemini because five is interchangeable. So even if you have the five birthday, that's why five can be a mental health number, right? So if you are even a light path five, you can be very good at selling things, a very powerful merchant. Like you can be very good at giving people advice, but when it comes to you, you can deal with be very indecisive, right? Now, Mercury eternally young and it's transgender, right? So that's why you can have, because five deals with the, wow. yes, five deals with the fifth degree and can also deal with Leo. So people who deal with mercurial energy, you can indulge in pleasures a lot, especially you got like a fifth birthday or you're a light pad five. All right, this is how these numbers, cause these are traits that have to play out. So even if you look at your mercury and you look at certain placements, I can tell what type of pleasures you would indulge in. Cause it, it has a masculine and a feminine gender in astrology because it's dealing with the um, hermaphrodite. That's where Hermes come from. Ah, right. Hermes, even, I never thought of that before. Hermes and Aphrodite. Guess He's what cooking. it also represents? Tahuti and Mayat. All right. So that's the balance because Tahuti was the consort to Mayat, right? So we're just talking about how they both got their wisdom from Shasat, <laughs> right? So it's just talking about how all these things go back into the, the scribes and how we can tap into Akashic records and because the caduceus yet again symbolize like the unification and the removal of the male and the female opposition and you move more into the divine nature right because this is about divinity so this is why the esoteric writers will use the distant future of uh, humanity and use uh, mercury to kind of predict shit you can look at the press like the movements of mercury and you can kind of see where people thought processes will be they use mercury to examine the universal mind so how they play on you with your Mercury energy is they play on your thoughts and your emotions. That's why they create the culture and they have you identifying with things because now you become ego sensitive. Words create worlds. That's magic. You hear a word and a world is created inside of your being. That world creates a chemical reaction, which we call your emotions. So this is why people are so emotionally driven. Now, this is why mental illness is so real in this society. Because they playing on your mercurial energy. They playing on this is why people can be so opposing on whether to be male or female. This is why the gender wars are happening now, especially when you bring in Uranus. And especially when you're dealing with Mercury and Gemini, you're going to deal with gender issues. People are going to be <laughs> it's going to reveal a lot of different things. So the major factors, it's like it's behind aging. Right? So that's why you can have the image of forever young. And that's why the image of Mercury. It looks like it's very youthful. You know what I'm saying? So the internalization during this Mercury period deals and it controls the mental process. And it gives you the ability to think more rationally above, like above your likes and your dislikes. You know, above what you love and what you hate. Beyond good and evil. It connects you with the ideas of reality. So that's why when Lisa said the thought process of God and the devil was placed upon you through Mercury energy. Like, so it's all talking about the mind must turn inward. This is a recalibration of the mind. That's why the scripture says, be ye renewed of the mind. Right. So because when you're talking about the light bearer, Luciferian energy, Tahuti, right, the devil, 
backwards live, right? That's why Capricorn, if you Google what sign is God, it'll say Capricorn. What sign is the devil? It'll say Capricorn. Now you look at the polarity of Capricorn, that's Cancer. That's why Cancer represents the high priestess in tarot. And the devil card is represented by Cancer. I mean, Capricorn in tarot. So it's the marriage of those energies because you are your own God and you are your own devil. Masculine and feminine principle, the yin and the yang, chaos and order. So the mind and the body are one thing. They're not separate. So the spirit wants to be at home in the body, right? So this this is like, uh, it's like dealing with pitfalls and shit right now. So to, to basically just simplify it a little bit more, um, the emails may not arrive. I'll Anything that feels like it's not going in your favor, don't force it. Like, let it just be. Because there is something telling you that if you force this, you're going to force something in your life that you might have to end up learning a lesson from all over again. Because you were doing it based on something you wanted to do versus something that you needed to be doing. So it's like, um, if everything is a priority right now, right now, nothing is. You know, so it's really a time to go into that interpersonal relationship with yourself and cultivate that. So you was, I had to drop that real quick. That was fire, brother. I wanted to add, um, I don't even know, I gotta let that sink in. Cause wow. Hey, um, appreciate the space. Thank you, Lisa. Sensei, always dropping the bombs. Um, I know the, the energy of Gemini and you know, being birthed from a Gemini. So I'm so grateful to have the intellect and the understanding. Um, well, for the first, the next 12 days, the Mercury will retrograde in Gemini, then it will go to Taurus. That's when we'll see um, the effects on our bodies. So right now we're coming together in this mental space, especially very intellectually, like how Sensei just dropped it, like how Gemini would, because he's a Gemini, and drop it with the knowledge that we've been seeking and searching, and then we have the another mercurial energy in Lisa, she comes with the, the facts and the receipts and the, the true, and this is how you see Mercury at work. And when Sensei dropped it about the, uh, the Hermes or then when you go to see the, the, the two snakes going up, the, um, the staff is also remembering that yin and yang does not belong to the physical plane. So when you look at yin and yang, which is the black and the white symbol, it does not belong on the physical plane, but it, but it does give birth to red and blue, which is mercurial. And the red and blue is what we see. You can actually begin when you go back in the days and look at the 3D glasses that you wore. Now they're black, but previously they were red and blue. So that mercurial energy, which our, our whole body, like, you know, since they said, mercury, sulfur, and salt, which creates the prima materia, which is the five elements, which is ether, air, air, fire, earth, and water, which also, that, that gives birth to something called, which we all are, which is the prima materia, which is the prime minerals. But that, that, that mercury, this is why if we have too much mercury, well, you know, where our body will be not where it's supposed to be. But this year, in the last year, we were dealt with air signs. And the air signs is giving way to the earth, which has been dealing with our bodies. Earlier this year, we seen that when Mercury retrograded in Aquarius and then went back to Capricorn. And we seen a lot of the, uh, the things that were released about 
the um, the Jabberwocky of the, that that situation for the last couple of years. So within the next two weeks, we'll see more information coming about a lot of things that are just you know not saying eye opening because a lot of us were prepared, but you also see the money that are being used. Like if we're looking at the news right now, you're seeing that the president is sending more money across the sea, which is dealing with mercury, which money. Look at the stock market, it is not doing so well. And then when it's going into earth, when it starts to retrograde in earth, which deals with, Taurus deals with our actual I have, the money, the physical essence of what we'll, you know, our physical uh, essence of money in this time will be tested until we get out of June 10th, which is the post that when we get out the shot, the, uh, the post uh, retrograde, because it's going to be an earth, it's coming from earth, meaning that it's dealing with your actual, your, your possessions. How, how, how are our possessions going to be dealt with? Is there going to be a new money system? Is, you know, how, you know, what is going to be occurring with our physical possessions when it enters its second, uh, on the 22nd when it enters Taurus? Because it's going to go back retrograding into Taurus. It was, we made a lot of money when Mercury was in Taurus recently, but now it's back in Gemini, but it's going to go back into your pockets, which is also internally. What is a true possession or things that you believe or seeds that you want to plant and clean out? Because sometimes this is another way of going back to spring clean. Mercury retrograde, like, is really in the sense of reprogramming your computer. So if you are, if your Mercury is in Gemini or Taurus, this is a great time to actually get ready to reprogram your communication, your your values, all of those things that you're able to deal with. The third and last retrograde, which will be in um, Libra and Virgo. Individuals that have Libra and Virgo um, Mercuries, you're able to go in and internally clean up your inside, your mental space. Next year will be all Earth signs. So the Earth energies, you have another year to clean up your internal space. But when Mercury is in, air, in Earth signs, it, move, it tends to move slower and more methodical. While it's in, in air signs, time is like, soup. So thank you. I don't want to take up the time because I've been. It's, it, the energy is real high, and I feel it, and I'm grateful. Thank you, Lisa. And Gemini and Virgo uh, share the same ruling planet, which is Mercury. So it's ironic that we have Queen. I'm not even gonna say that. You know what, Sensei? I've been taking some some advice from you regarding the term Queen and King. Uh, my intention was just a reminder that you know that we all are. However, it gets a little. Don't annoying. let nobody stop you from calling me queen, Picasso. Okay, okay, queen. I love how that rolls off oh. your tongue, okay? <laughs> ain't that a bitch? I mean, ain't that a... Oh. Excuse me, love. I'm working on my profanity. Okay. Hold on, let me, drop, let me drop something real quick that I forgot to put in there. Because, look, remember, the Mercury, going back to, you know, Lisa and, and Sensei, you know, the Mercury signs are always next to the sun and the moon. Those are the, the messengers of the mother and the father. You know, the Virgo is next to the Leo, which is next to the sun. The Gemini is next to the moon. And from my understanding, you know, in the uh, Immaculate Conception, which is the sun, the, the moon giving birth to the sun, which in a sense, th there's a rule for Mercury. Anyone that understands astrology has to know that Mercury, your Mercury sign can only be one sign away from your sun, either in front of your sun or behind your sun or next to the sun. 
So always understand that if you are just basically getting into to, to astrology, even if you never looked up your chart, if you are a, if you're wearing Taurus right now, so if you're a Taurus, your Mercury can only be Taurus, Gemini, or Aries. So behind you, next to you, or in front of you. And you can see that in, in just the basic understanding of the constellations. Virgo is next to Leo, Gemini is next to the, the moon, which is Cancer. And the, those are like, uh, Venus has another rule too. It can only be two signs away because those are the energies of, the, of Mercury and Venus. So guys, the, I hope that you're getting the theme of the room and the moral of the story, okay? The moral of the story is that we're shifting, we transmute energy, okay? And Virgo, I'm sorry, not Virgo, but Mercury is the, the planet that you definitely should be in alignment with. So when we say that a planet is in retrograde, we start to think that, oh, it's moving backwards. And I mentioned that in the room earlier, that that's not actually what's happening is that um, it's stationary basically. And just by the way that the other planets rotate through the, um, the solar system, it appears that it's moving backwards. But basically what's happening is that we don't have all of the energy that Mercury, you know what I'm saying, puts out. It's not fully available to us. So therefore it's almost like it's, this is just taking this energy away. So the experience that we have is if Mercury wasn't there in the first place, right? So the reason why I say that it helps to hold this system together is because it does represent communication, commerce, business, you know, and things of that nature. So you have to think, okay, this is going to happen regardless. So how do I capitalize off of this energy? Well, you've heard a lot of it in this room today. And if you miss some of it, I definitely um, encourage everyone to go back and listen to the replay but listen guys instead of listening to the replay okay definitely go to the link at the top and click follow the podcast i'm on spotify i'm on apple and um a, a couple of others but the links are up there guys go and listen and um subscribe to the podcast that helps to support the platform um definitely click in and follow us on instagram matrix unveil has its own instagram page follow me on instagram you know um Make sure you just click on the digital business card because it shows you all the different ways in which you can support the platform. So to go back to the Mercury retrograde, this is about we're, we are taking charge of this energy. Do you understand? Because if the 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 make no mistake about it. Right. The powers. Listen, the queen had John D, the queen of um, Elizabeth. I think Elizabeth the first. Right. She had um, her own personal occultist, John D. Ronald Reagan had his astrologer. You know what I'm saying? These people that are in positions of power, they utilize all these energies. They utilize occult knowledge, which is occult just simply means midden, just to take, um, midden, <laughs> hidden, <laughs> just to take the, you know what I'm saying? The, the, the woo, the, the, you know, like whatever craziness people think when they think occult, they think dark and, you know, it's not that it just means hidden. Okay. So let's just demystify that. But these people in positions of power, if you think that they're not tapping into this knowledge base to be able to make this thing, these things beneficial to them, then we're sadly mistaken. So my thing is you use that power. So when a Mercury retrograde is up on us, then you got to be like, you know what I'm saying? Change the narrative, right? Because on the Monday, see, they, the, um, the internet deals with 
Mercury retrograde from a mundane level. Okay. You want to deal with Mercury retrograde as they deal with a lot of spirituality. Hell now McDonald's is promoting the, the Mercury retrograde. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, do not let these people play in your faces like that. You know what I'm saying? Don't let them do that. Okay. You got to spend a little time unearthing and, and digging a, a lot deeper into just the basic internet stuff being quote unquote, just woke. You know what I'm saying? Because hell, woke is really no level at all. It's not, it's everybody's woke now, right? So that does woke being woke doesn't transform your life. It doesn't get you where you want to go. So you want to be able to dig a little deeper, tap into this energy and you stand in front of this energy or with the energy in a position of power. Like I understand what this means and this is how I'm going to harness this. And for everybody that has been in this space today and that's listening right now, I want you guys to do the work, okay? And I also want you to message me and let me know, like, how did this, um, you know, once you get through this, you know, how did, how did, how, what this, this information that we shared in here today, you applied it and what did it look like coming out on the other side of it? That's what I want to hear. What you did right? How did you apply something that actually worked for you? I want to know that. So um, you guys message me all the time and I really appreciate that with links, keeping me up to date on what's going on. But just let me know, say, you know, like if you had a different experience with this particular Mer Mercury retrograde or you were able to shift your mind and it was beneficial to you, let me know. I want to know that. So uh, with that being said, guys, I'm going to open the floor back up. If you're in the audience and you'd like to come on stage, ask a question, share, um, you know, your perspective, definitely uh, raise your hands and we'll bring you up. But yeah, the floor is open. Um, who else would like to chime in? Nobody. Okay. All right. No worries guys. Um, so thank you sensei for all that you shared. I think we've covered the gamut, you know, of all of this, you know, like I just uh, basically summarize this whole room, you know, the moral of this story is guys, Go into this Mercury retrograde. Today was the first day. Ride the wave, okay? Um, go within, sit with it, okay? Don't try, don't, whenever there's resistance, if you don't resist against the resistance, then that resistance literally just melts away. It just goes away. It's like if somebody wants to start a fight with you or they're trying to argue with you, but you don't engage them, then then there's nothing there. So that's the whole Mercury retrograde because you will get resistance. People from the past will reach out to you possibly, right? This is about spring cleaning, inner work, you know, um, subconscious work, healing. This, These are the, the themes of Mercury retrogrades, right? And it's a way for us to establish power. Keep in mind internal power, okay? Power over ourselves, not you know, power over others. Let me just make that clear. So also, again, keeping in mind that we just went through a, um, a solar eclipse um, with the uh, new moon. And, you know, that was a very powerful, you know, astrological aspect as well. So you guys definitely want to make sure that you, you know, go and find out. I'm, I'm sorry, I wasn't able to, to do like um, a room on that. But I wanted to, you know, just to put this all together, I wanted to do this room in, you know, congruence with that room. And it would have been like one big room together. 
Um, so I could tell people like how to get into this or not tell, but you know what I mean? Just share the information on how you can look at this Mercury retrograde. So all the things it's inner work guys, go back, check, you know, click in with the podcast, follow the podcast, you know, check out the website, click the link at the top, save it. So you can get back to it later. If you can't get to it today, you know, you can definitely save it on your phone or whatever, um, and revisit it in the future. But you know, um, listen to the, the podcast will be up by tomorrow. So the whole thing in its entirety will be up and you guys can listen to it on, you know, your favorite, you know, uh, podcast platform that you listen to. But with that being said, any final words, guys, because I'm going to go ahead and close down the room. Any final words before we, we head out? Um, I have a quick question. Um, as far as uh, the Mercury retrograde goes and how to utilize it, uh, exactly like what are the what are the steps is it like a mindset a vibration like what what is it yeah that's very that's a really good question and so yeah we we've pretty much covered all of that already so you may want to have to go back and um you know listen to the podcast um but overall right um just to sum it up briefly mercury rules over like, um, communication, um, relationships, you know, um, finances, commerce, businesses, things like that, electronics, all of those types of things. So when Mercury's energy is not available, right. And it's sort of just, you know, in, in, um, in limbo, just standing still, then the things that Mercury generally supports is not there. So people will generally, you know, um, find that they're they're having all sorts of miscommunication arguments with people relationships and then um people from the past showing up you may have problems with your um difficulties with your banking you know maybe with um contracts uh start a new business things of that nature so those are the general themes of mercury so of a mercury retrograde so what we did today in this room was basically give the opposing side to that to show people how um, they can tap into this energy, right? Why you shouldn't be starting new projects, right? So if, you know, just pay close attention to your bank account, be a little bit more vigilant with that. When those little mishaps do take place, you know how to approach it with calmness and understanding that um, this is just some, something that's taking place. Don't let it just unravel you. You know what I mean? If your computer happens to go down, okay, you know, you, you just solve the problem. You know what I'm saying? Just be aware of that. But the bigger picture here is what it, what you should be doing with the Mercury retrograde energy and how you can utilize it to actually do internal work so that you can become more powerful, a more powerful force in your own life and how you can use this to cleanse clear so that you'll be better for manifestation in the future. So that's a quick down and dirty of all the things that we covered in the room. But I mean, it was covered in great, great detail. You know, I know you just got here to the room. So hopefully that helps. Okay. Definitely helps. I definitely appreciate that. Awesome. You're going to definitely want to go back and re-listen though. Like I said, click the link at the top, guys. Follow the podcast. Um, Check out the website. Um, And yeah. I appreciate everybody being here today. I'm glad that I was able to actually do this room today as the first day of the retrograde. I say go out there, you know what I'm saying? Put all these things into practice. Focus on self, right? 
um, and focus on old things that need to be resolved. Not a time to start anything new, but if you if you already had started something in the past that you put down, you know, you need to complete it, this will be a good time to do that, right? Um, and mostly, like I said, a lot of inner work and subconscious work. Um, and so, yeah, with that being said, thank you guys so much for being here. Make sure you're tapped in with the club. Um, I think that I will be back with another room later um, on a different topic. So guys, definitely stay tuned. Make sure you give myself a follow and follow all the moderators on the stage. Thanks so much for being here. Have a great rest of your day. Bye. Thanks, Lisa. Thank you, Lisa. Love y'all. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode with our great content and the amazing guests that we bring on the show, be sure to click to subscribe so you're notified every time we have a new episode. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at matrix underscore unveiled and tap into our link tree where you can join our discord communities as well as our clubhouse communities and everywhere that you can find us on the internet. Thank you so much once again for listening.